this was rad. It's totally rad. Way rad. Fully rad. I should say that was gnarly. <laughs> Calm down, Marty. I didn't disintegrate anything. The molecular structure of both Einstein and the car are completely intact. Where the hell are they? The appropriate question is, when the hell are they? You see, Einstein has just become the world's first time traveler. I sent him into the future. One minute into the future to be exact. And precisely, 1.21 a.m. in zero seconds, we shall catch up with him at the time machine. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Hmm. We haven't had a good Willow interruption in a while, have oh. we? Been interrupting you this whole time. She's been. She, I'm sure when you go back and listen, you're going <laughs> to. Yeah, am I going to hear it? Yeah. Well, then let's just start it off. This was this was Rad Podcast, the podcast with two guys, a force, a teenager to watch movies from their childhood. I am Paul. I am Greg. And I'm Willow the Slave. You're not. No, please oh, don't. Don't Willow, use words like that. That's bringing up a lot of weird connotations. <laughs> that's, I don't do. That's not cool. Oh, we are the wrong podcast to address that <laughs> yeah, scenario. No, not good. Not cool. Because like, my toes are cold. Because no one will turn off the AC. It doesn't make you a slave. No, Stan- no, yeah. Stand- <laughs> yeah. Standard like slave. Okay. Standard slave attribute, cold toes. <laughs> that's the, that's, that's, yeah, the standard measure, cold toes. They, they make me stay indoors yeah. and give me food. These bastards. It's the worst. <laughs> Paul, what movie did we watch? I, uh, this is... This was Rad? This it was is. Rad. You are right, Willow. This has got to be one of the... Most popular, if not the most popular movies that we have ever done, uh, as far as critical acclaim, monetarily, cult status, we did Back to the Future. It's fitting for the uh, the second episode here of, of, of season two that we season just continue two? strong. Yes, yeah, we keep hitting it hard. Back to the Future. Back yeah. to the Future. Steven Spielberg presents another Steven yeah, Spielberg. Another presents. one. I know. I I, I got that. Oh, Robert man. Zemeckis directing yes. this, but yes. but Spielberg kind of put it all together. Yeah, yeah producer, uh, executive producer on this. So one. Uh, yeah, Paul, what did you remember? Uh, I, honestly, this we could be here all day. I mean, it, it's 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 such an iconic movie that even us doing it is kind of like odd. I mean, what what is there not to remember? Calvin yeah. Klein, that's his name. Um, Under the Sea Dance, it's your cousin Marvin Mary. Yeah, yeah, I mean yeah. everything. I think I'm, I think we're just ready to go into the movie. It would be faster for me to say the things that when watching it this time around, <laughs> I forgot were in the movie. Okay, that's and a good that's one. That's about it. Willow, have you seen this movie before? No. What did you think Back to the Future was going to be about? <laughs> I just knew that I'd hate it. Wow. Well, hold yeah. on. That's, you know, maybe that's the wrong attitude to go in with these movies. Maybe but, go in with the, I wonder what it's about. <laughs> but I knew I was. I mean, I've seen the car before. It really annoyed me. The and DeLorean annoyed <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so things I hate about this movie. The car. Yeah. <laughs> the future. The DeLorean uh, whole uh, uh, financial debacle with insider <laughs> trading. Very yes. upsetting. Yeah. Silver, it's not. It's color. 
I just knew there's going to be a bunch of things that really made me mad at this movie. A bunch of things? Yeah. How many things do you think made yourself made you mad? Ten things. Ten things I hate about Back to the Future. Yeah. Okay. Them off, ten. No, 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 no. As as they come up, I want to hear um, number three. No, I have to say ten because I want to say ten things I hate about you, but, you know, that's cool, too. Okay. Well, you know what? When we get to something that you hate, I still want you to I, count it off. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm old school. I think words have definitions, and you can't just say whatever <laughs> no? you want uh, no? and not have any consequences. So, Oh, but I thought we were in the free will in 80s. I would like, I would like ten things that Willow can kind of tick off as we go and, and see if we can hit. Okay, so that's your responsibility to this podcast. You have to write. you got a little board there. Erase it. You have to, every time you come up across something you hate, you have to list it off, and we'll see if we get to ten. Okay. Now, I'm, no, as we go through. I'm, I'm betting that's not Can going I to be tough. Can I just start with my first note? Okay. I hate clocks. Okay. I'm say <laughs> okay, clocks. well, that's a good way to you start. You know, it's, it, it is a bit of an overplayed Coldplay song. I'll give her that. It's, it's not <laughs> the best. I, Yellow you was know, more of a favorite. Oh, Yellow's garbage. I, I, mean, I settle. On. You know what? Oh, no. You can leave. Clocks. Out of the bunker. <laughs> Out of the bunker. I can't go up out. I have uh, agoraphobia. We've been over this. Uh, I have a note from a doctor. It's like 10 Cloverfield Lane. <laughs> you yeah. just stuck down here forever. Yeah, no, it's the worst. Uh, no, You're, You don't want to go up there. I'm going to listen to Coldplay. Don't our location. I did, I did at least listen to, uh, I don't know, any of the songs they wrote. I was about to start naming like other band songs like Paranoid Android. Yeah, sure, Paranoid Android. Yeah, that's not yeah. Coldplay at all. I'd go, I'd go that's with Radiohead. That. Plastic Trees. That's my favorite Coldplay song. Um, anyway, yeah, Clocks. And and um, Willow, I think you'll agree, a little on the nose. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> like, little oh, bit. we get it. Time. <laughs> gotcha. I bet you this movie is going to involve it somehow. I would have loved to see the discussion they had when the prop guy was like, okay, I brought some clocks. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. We need to, like, triple this. And then, and then they set all the shots up, and Zemeckis is like, we're gonna need to double this triple. <laughs> That's how many clocks we want. And the guy's just like, "This, is, this okay." Is, literally, I have. I'm gonna have I've to, emptied the clock emporium. Yeah, no, it's it's empty. I'm gonna have to there double. Is. And they're like, "We'll go over budget. We need the clocks." And the guy's like, oh, "All right, fine." Okay, listen, the DeLorean. You know that that costs a hundred thousand dollars. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. Okay. Is the DeLorean gonna have a goddamn clock in it? Because I want it on the okay, wall. Okay. We ordered the one without the clock. We're gonna have to order another one. <laughs> no, we don't another DeLorean. Right. You know what? Put three in there just to be safe. Okay. You know what? I will. I'll call him up. Okay. I'll, I'll call up Mr. Do DeLorean. <laughs> Please. And I'll, I'll make sure he makes these to order. So yeah, I'll, he does. I will put them in while he's slowly giving his stock away to investors who don't know what they're buying. No. No. Who exposed that? Do you remember? I don't. Larry Flint. What? Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Penthouse? Yeah, yeah. It's before or after he got shot? Uh, before, okay. I think. Yeah. I just really want to have a car. That is a dead-on Larry Flynn. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, you know what? I, I don't have Lucas's. So I can, I can yeah. just a life lot. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, again, Rube Goldberg devices. Another one. I know. There's a bunch in this. The eighties loved it. They just yeah. They man. couldn't get enough of them. Mouse trap. Those are actually kind of cool. Yeah. It, so I mean, anyway, um, um, I will say, I will say, before we get too into this movie, yes, man, is the script for this film tight? It, yes, it is tight. There's and not Zemeckis, a lot of wiggle room. Zemeckis has everything. There's not, like, a wasted frame in this. Almost every movie I say, hey, you could have cut this out. You could have cut this out. You, They cut it all out. 
Uh, everything leads to something else. There's every shot almost completely leads to something a, else. So a bit of the chasing crazy. in the fifties when he gets chased on this the new skateboard thing. I think that went a little bit long. Okay, okay, that's and, fair. That's fair. And one other scene at the end, which I think doesn't really make a lot of sense why they put it in here, but that's it's during the end of the sea dance. We'll get to that. I think I know what scene you're going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but like you know, so you have the the introduction where like the TV turns on and they're talking about like plutonium's missing. Yeah, yeah. Marty comes in and he the drops skateboard, the skateboard goes right nice, there. It's one shot. It's him walking yes. in. And he drops the skateboard and it just rolls right over to a thing that says plutonium and it hits it. Oh man, it's, it's good. It's, it's great. It's very good. Um, um, he gets a call from Doc, uh, yes. who then tells him that he has to be there. Uh, he has to be there at eight o'clock that night, or or no, one a.m. Yes, he has, he has to be at the mall by one a.m. Twin Pines Mall at yes. one at one in the morning. In the morning. Um, and then he, of course, we have the classic. Oh, the clocks are working. They're a half an hour behind. Doc, why would you do that? Yeah, that just seems even, weird. Even in the even in this whole, I've developed a time machine thing. Your first time you're testing it is that night. Yeah, you don't even know if it works. It seems weird. Why Did the you half see an hour? On the dogs. That's number two. <laughs> yeah, a willow. There we go. I like I this like already. That. Okay, that's good. I like this number already. It was good. That's solid. Uh, I, I did like when Marty was turning up all the, the things on the speaker. You had those classic red labels that we all made yes. in the eighties. Oh man, that that was yep. Uh, that was, that was a good. Toyota. I prefer Subarus, preferably SUVs. That's number three. Those didn't even exist in the eighties. An SUV was a very different beast in the in the eighties. Yeah, but yeah. They're still better. Okay, so as we get to them, not oh my gosh. Now, okay, Michael <laughs> J. Fox has the tiniest guitar. It's in like Michael J. Fox is not a big guy. So, like, was that like a ukulele? He had in his hands? No, like, no, no, no. That? that was a, that was an eighties. Like the keytar the came guitar. in. No, I know. But so this it's, that was it, a tiny guitar, it, but it's electric. It's literally a digital. No, I understand. So it's got this little little body, and that was a big so thing. Oh, I hated it. They were a it couple. Like a ukulele, but it wasn't. Yeah, exactly. that's what Gregor said. I didn't mind that so much because that was kind of hip for the time, and yeah. I think what it does is, especially at the undersea dance, when he's jamming on a, on a full Les Paul. I think it kind of plays that differences between times. Like that one looks super modern and up, you know, yeah. in today's day where that is more retro. So I kind of think it fit. What was stupid was the thirty foot tall amp. Yeah. Like even that was yeah. kind of silly. Yeah. You know what um, really made me bad? mad is the fifth thing I hated. How his glasses didn't break. Like really, those should have shattered if he got thrown back. Um, his entire body should have been shattered. I, like I'm, sound waves. Sound waves don't just push you; they slam into everything. So if he was even blown away by it, he should have woken up. If he even awoken at all, yeah, with multiple broken bones, right off the bat, I'm I'm not happy. But he's late for school. He's late for school, and what we hear, Huey Lewis's "The Power of Love" uh, for the first of for so many the times, very first time, and that's going and boom, and uh, uh, and then he meets, uh, and then he gets to school. His, he's late his for school. girlfriend is is trying to help him out, but it doesn't work too well. Strickland, the principal, busts him anyway. Uh, who, by the way, is the cop from Masters of the Universe? That's right. That's right. So he busts I, him. I don't remember his name. He's a great character actor. Yeah, he, he was. He, he, was he was a lot of stuff in the eighties. Yeah. I also hated how the principal assumed that the main character was really bad. Like, maybe he's just running a little late. Like, you shouldn't assume that because of his dad or because of what's it called. Well, he did say it was his fourth tardy. Yeah, he did. That's what he's riding for. Right. Everything after that, though, horribly not needed. I agree. You can can totally bust him for being late for the fourth time, and you can ride him on that. But then he's like, 
No one in your family has amounted to anything, and neither will you. Well, hold on. That's not called for, you know, sir. Well, no, hold on. It's not entirely wrong, because his brother works at a fast food place. Well, his sister true. looks like she's on she's some sort of... Great. She's on bath salts. She, this was she, the 80s. She, she crack does a, cocaine. She does sir. a lot of cocaine and yeah. watches a lot of Golden Girls no, 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 with those no, no. shoulder pads. Cocaine was a rich man's drug in the 80s. Oh, I'm sorry. Crack cocaine. Oh, I'm sorry. Sir. Crack cocaine. Um, Why well, was the duck high? So he had quack. <laughs> okay, that is not bad. <laughs> that is not bad at all. That is not bad. Uh, I seriously like that. Okay, I was going to say, the reason why I had a problem with the tardies was because I had a really bad week in the middle of the year. Like, everyone has them, and I was late four days in a row. By the fourth day, the office lady was like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. And that's all I got. I didn't get yelled at, assuming I was a bad So we're going to pause the podcast while Paul goes into dad mode. Okay. And figures out that little uh, tidbit of information he's never heard before. Remember you dropped me off because we kept waking up late one Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Did everybody hear the Greyhound? <laughs> so that's on me now. Yeah. <laughs> that's on me. me. Up. You didn't wake me up. Greg, did you want to finish the podcast? Or you, you want to just we'll take the, pick this up <laughs> next week? No, I'm good. I'm good. Let's, let's power through it. I think we can all get through this. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Um, I do. I'm done. Well, uh, you know what? Friends. You're going to amount to nothing. <laughs> Let me. Wow. Wow. Let me yeah, regale you with a story. I went to a school, and uh, the school was very tiny. I believe I've said this in the past. It's like it was like 256 kids, like yeah. K through 12, it was super tiny. And um, they had passed a whole bunch of these quick rules, like mid-year. And one oh, of them yeah, was that's like what Mr. A did. Well, one of one of these rules was they they if you were late, you could have a note, mm-hmm. and if you had a note, it was all right. And, and it was, you know, like an excused sort of tardy. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you were tardy, and if you got three of them, you'd get a detention. Well, they passed a new thing that said, no more excused tardies. You're either here on time or you're not. There's no reason to be late. Like That's exactly like what he did. So, like, unless it was, like, in the morning, like, first period, and you actually came in late. Oh, no, this, this was, like, if you were, like, 60 seconds late. It doesn't matter if your mom ran in and was, like... We were stuck in traffic because of the construction down the street. And, you know, they're like, no, we don't care. So <laughs> there there was a scenario in which my brother, my sister, and me, who were all dropped off in the morning by my mom, were late twice. The third time that we were late, I had not... Um, no, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. My brother and my sister were late twice. I was late once. We arrived late a third time. They got detentions, and I didn't for being late. Now, the reason we were late on this third day is my mother had had an ovarian cyst that had burst and needed to go to the emergency room the day before for surgery. So my mom goes, I'm going to wake up whenever I wake up tomorrow, now that I'm out of the hospital, and that is when you will go to school. The end. Well, we get to school, and the office goes, uh, okay, uh, you two have detention. Greg, you're, you're fine. And my mom goes, no, 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 it's 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 okay, uh, you know, we, we were all late today. And they go, no, 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 there's no excuse absences, they're, they're late. And now that they're late, they're, they're getting detention. And my mom goes, I had an ovarian cyst that burst, I had an operation, I decided to bring my kids to school today rather than just let them stay home, you should excuse the absence. And the woman made the very big mistake of saying, well, we don't really care why they're late. And my mom... <laughs> 
blew a gasket <laughs> and started shrieking at this woman. <laughs> and, and it was fantastic. I feel like I heard the story once. You, you may have. I've no, it was my story. <laughs> and so my mom was going off the chain. You know, and basically it ended with my mom going, if this is how this is going to be, if my kids are one minute late, I'm going to tell them to immediately turn around and go home, and they'll not come to school if that's what you'd rather them do than show up one minute late. Well, needless to say, no one served any of those detentions. Um, yeah, the school, like, personally called my mom to apologize for saying that they didn't care that she had just been in the hospital. Oh, man, it was crazy. Oh, so um, this is what I picture is yeah. 25 years later is that is that that secretary lying on a couch and that's when she said, I was in the hospital and <laughs> oh, it yeah. all went black. Yeah, no, there's, there's totally... There's, my mom... <laughs> it all went black. My, my mom was kind of notorious for, for going... Bananas? Going bananas when... She kind of hit the end of a rope, uh, yeah. and that was just... I don't think we can blame anyone for that. No. Uh, you were probably coming down off some really good drugs that you had <laughs> in the hospital. You're feeling a little dope sick. And, yeah, sure. And then some pencil pusher over there is trying to tell you how to live your life, and you're not having any of that crap. You pay that person's salary, right? Yeah. Listen, no. ma'am, I don't care why your kids oh, are late. Mm-mm. I don't care if your dog was run over or, or you have some sort of hemorrhage you, in your brain. I gotta say... I kind of would have been really interested if the school had doubled down. <laughs> Just been like, no, no, your kids can serve this detention. They no, can no, 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 no. Suddenly it turns into a. I almost picture it like Animal House where they're like, oh, no, no, no. Now they get double <laughs> detention. <laughs> double double secret, secret detention. detention. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> so that's that's my, my too many tardies story. Um, anyway. How do Doc and Marty know each other? I know this is a question that has been posited many times. Oh, and I never Marty. been explained. Yeah, yeah. To now, there number are, seven. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. There are a lot of trope things that have been talked to death about. Well, that's that's how we got Rick and Morty. That yeah, was, that was a, a exactly very, right. Very like bad parody of of Doc and Marty. Um, how did they meet? Um, the other one we'll get to is why would you keep Biff around after with the mom? Well, there there I, I, some stuff there, but I will say for the thing, there are a boatload of theories I will post them all I don't I cannot give them proper time yeah, here yeah. so absolutely I've cracked the, has the, gone the, over this movie about nine different times so the, it'll all be on the website. the quickest one, on the Facebook page the quickest one has got to be Doc knows who Marty is had to know him he had to, to go find him to complete the time loop something yeah. stupid like hey I need some work done in my house and then it just kind of goes from there he know now Marty gets kind of interested in, in like the craziness of him it's got to be just something as silly, as, as simple as yeah. that. It has to be. Again, there are a lot of things like that that I don't want to go too far in. Willow, if you want to bring up anything like that because you don't know, go for it. Don't know what. Like, if there's a question that you have, like, why does this happen or how would this continue or why did this plot point... Why you- are there two Martys at the end? Because of time travel. Right. We'll deal with that when we get there, though. Oh, ooh, time-space continuum. You need to watch more Star Trek. I was going to say, nope. her head is going to explode if we make her watch Back to the Future 2, which inserts itself within Back to the Future 1. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, uh, we will. Um, instead, instead, class nope. is over. Um, we immediately get through school it's day. It's over. The whole late thing was almost silly. Pointless. It almost didn't make sense. Well, no, all it did was set up the principal as a joke for later in the film, yeah. when he looks exactly the so same, by, so by the way, even though 30 years So when we by. talk about things that could have been cut, 
This is a scene that could have been cut. Cut him out in the later one. It doesn't really add a lot. And we and have we, we have Marty playing his music and Huey Lewis himself as one of the the judges saying, "Yes, your band is too darn loud." Yep. I like how they had a megaphone. Like they were ready for the loud <laughs> yes. kids. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You got to get up pretty early to put one over on. Uh, no, and he goes too old, darn a, loud. A old HL over there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then again, Marty really is very good on the guitar. He just kind of like shreds a bit. Like any idiot yeah. can pick up a guitar. If you have like ten lessons, you can pretty much do anyone what Marty can did. hit a note and then bend that note. Yeah, that takes three seconds to learn. Like even his bandmates are kind of like, dude, 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 buddy. I don't know where the hell you're going with this. Is there a beat? Is is there a rhythm to what you're doing? Yeah, you know, I tried to get ten lessons from you. You never taught me guitar, so now I don't know how to shred. So really, this podcast is called <laughs> Back to the Future. Dad shaming. Episode 54. Dad shaming. Oh, man, that's good. Where's Carmen? <laughs> oh, trust me. Yeah. I, I, I told you that story. I shaved one time my entire face. I shaved the whole thing. Yes. And I walked over, and she, three-year-old Carmen looked right at me and goes, Dad, you look terrible. <laughs> and she, she was right. Yeah. You can't ground a kid for truth as a defense. I mean, that's just, you can't. I, I once, I was cutting my hair, because I was poor and I was cutting my own hair, and I Which miscut Which is a great it. way to save money, let's be honest. The no, no, it's a horrible way. I miscut. <laughs> and okay, I, okay, I'm dropping that bit. Yeah, it is so, a pretty terrible idea. <laughs> oh, so, hold on. Yeah, so I, I had to shave my head to fix it. As I came out, Willow started crying. <laughs> my wife wasn't home. She cried for an hour and a half straight. Every time I got near her, she got louder. Oh, no. <laughs> to which, when my wife got home, I just wrote a sign that said, I'm sorry. <laughs> my wife comes in. She goes, why did you? What's wrong with Willow? I go, she doesn't like the haircut. <laughs> Apparently not. So I was still sorry. Instead, uh, you know, we get to the clock tower. Marty and his girlfriend are trying to kiss lady. on a bench, and that lady does not understand social she, boundaries. She's she on the spectrum. Really, she she almost, wants to save that clock she's tower. Almost on Jerry. What did that clock tower do in spectrum. her life? I don't know. That made her need to have it preserved. That is a super question. Right? What is it she, about yeah. that? She must, she like, must be... And she, she wants be, it perfect. She doesn't she want grew, it fixed. She, wants she grew it. up in that clock tower. <laughs> like Quasimodo. Hung out with the gargoyles all day. I love it. Right. She yeah. doesn't care about fixing clock. She no. wants a good place to live. They'll I, find my secret. I've got a roof above me that's leaking. Let's get this fixed. Come on. <laughs> no, she doesn't want it fixed. She wants it just the way it is. Uh, it's no, because... She, she no, it's because... The she's got a nice no. sky view with that whole save the clock. Save the clock tower. Don't let them fix it. That's what she says. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. yes. they're going to make it tick again. Yeah. Oh, she, so she wants it like as... Oh, yeah, as no, is. Yeah, no, I agree then. Yeah, she totally loses it. I think, that, I, I think it's because there's a hundred cat bodies. Stay out of my space. Yeah. Just stack like bricks. <laughs> we need to get Matt Paxton on this one. <laughs> yeah. Nobody but Paxton. Well, what we really got though here, we got to clean it out. <laughs> Burn it to the ground. Oh, Nuke my God. it from orbit. But yeah, no, so, that woman has no sense of personal space. Um, yes. And then, uh, let's see, we go to the house and we, we see the, the, the kind of debacle his the family car, life so The car is. has been broken. Biff yelling at the dad. Biff is yelling at dad. There's a blind spot. And, 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 like, okay, like, I, I get it. And, again, there's another weird trope, but it's like, I get Marty's dad. He's always been kind of downtrodden. Biff, Biff's always kind of put what him kind of down. Biff? It's a real name. Yeah, yeah I've heard of it. <laughs> I, I kind of get it. But at the same Biff. time, like... What is Biff's real gain out of this? You have to remember, because here's what he, Biff gets out of this. He just wants to bully. Hold on. Biff 
has to, well by the way yes he is a true bully 100% um, Biff Dedicated. has to work in a dead end job making no more than 5% more than whatever the hell Marty or right. uh, than Marty's dad what's his name George George makes he is stuck with whatever George picks it's, it's a complete codependent relationship why One cannot exist with the other, yes. Biff Biff literally is wasting his own life by being attached to George. I think all Biff wants is to bully McFly. And that's literally that's all. That's, yeah. that's, he literally sleeps he better. He wakes up. He You know he those dreams, people that never grow out of high school? He's yeah, one no, of them. That's, that's all, literally, that's all he knows. Does he sleep on a, because it is the 80s, does he sleep on a waterbed water made bed. of George George's tears? I think he does, yeah. A waterbed. <laughs> Can I get a waterbed? Do they make waterbeds anymore? They I must. Want one. I'm sure they do. Nobody wants one. But I, I think they've been proven to be really bad for your back. They're right? horrible. They're off. They're awful. They're horrible. I had a waterbed as a kid. It got My taken away from one. me. It was awful. It was awful. <laughs> like yeah. a Nintendo? Yeah. Oh, by the way, yeah, kind of. Yeah, no. I had. I had. Um, I still do esophageal reflux, and you can't prop somebody up on a waterbed because they're always laying flat because yeah. of water. Yeah. So they got rid of it and gave me a regular mattress so they could uh, kick it up by like five degrees or whatever to reduce. And you know what I you know what uh, I love uh, reflux is uh, the smell of the water when you have to let it out because you know it hasn't been sitting stagnant for a year. Oh and yeah, no, there's nothing. Well, you have good to about let it. it out when you can't move the. the uh, can we move on? Yeah, I'm confused. What happened? No, <laughs> it's, it's a water it's bed. Water. And it it's weighs stuck in like a. Seal. It weighs like five thousand pounds. Okay. And inevitably. <laughs> <laughs> and? and okay, yes, yes, yes. I don't see it outside okay, here. Okay, so if you move, you have to move that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, look, all she thinks is it's like water and a bed. It's like I'm on the ocean. It's perfect. Just let her Just let her live the dream. Just let her have it. Just let her have it. I'll it's just fine. surf it down to the curb. It's fine. Yeah. No, they're horrible. What if it explodes? Why did we get? <laughs> they do no. They they got holes in them all the time. Of course they did. Um, I mean, you basically were on a pool float that you filled with water. A big person jumps on it, it pops. Ooh. Well, I mean, <laughs> a little more yeah, robust buddy. than that. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a part of a problem as well. Uh, no, it, maybe that's why they stopped selling them. Maybe because people America got fatter. fatter. Yeah. Displacement that's... nailed it. Case damn! Closed. Damn! Archimedes in the house. Another. This was rad. Case closed. <laughs> Wait, are you like in a law enforcement? What? No, he's a lawyer. I'm lawyer. a lawyer. Thank he you. Can take, res- you will respect he can my take podcast defen- lawyering. He degree. can take defense of the fat people uh, versus the waterbed companies, but that's about it. Uh, instead, okay, let's keep it going. Um, Look, if somebody had a podcast about waterbeds, I could I could talk all day long about so it. But close. sadly, we're let's not. make it. It's cut all this, this cut was waterbeds. This. <laughs> this was Waterman. <laughs> this was Waterman. We're moving on from yeah. this bit. Um, instead, again, so many. Ma- th- Marty, Marty's watching this, this, and he's just disgusted. They do a great job of showing how the mom clearly she just is tapped. For she is gone. Sweet embrace. <laughs> yes, yes. She's, she's just looking around. She's like, no, I'm that. stuck. I, 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 my youth is behind me. I have no marketable skills. Like, no, that. you know. Hal gone, take me away. <laughs> so not only that, is when she goes over to get a drink. So she's telling everybody to be a prude. Don't do that. I didn't do that. But she goes over and gets a drink, and it's straight vodka. Straight vodka, yeah. Like, she is cutting we that are, with nothing. I said we're cutting out the middleman. <laughs> Actually, do you know what I learned from my cross guard? It's vodka on the rocks. But it's not on the rocks. She was just drinking no, it right out of no, the bottle. No, she puts it right in the There's can. There's no ice no, in there puts, to make it She rush. puts it in a glass oh, she w- and it. takes the bottle. I mean, it literally, literally the glass... 
is one extra step in a in a road to ruin she doesn't need to take. It's just stupid. And and so what this does is it sets up all it's all how bad life is that they're going right to address now. later. And this goes to yeah. the tightness of the script work. Yes. Literally, it's like and Chekhov's gun all up in here. Everything that is introduced pays off later. Except for Joey's cake. We don't see Joey at the end, so do we have to assume he's still in jail? Uh, well, you know, he only fixed his parents, not their siblings. <laughs> okay. So Uncle Joey Good is point. still Joey the Jailbird. Okay. Classic and Twin Pines Mall scene at yes. 1 a.m. This is... Uh, this is this is our opening. Is when Doc explains it to the camera. So it's, it's good. A, it's a perfect culmination of what's happening in this film. Doc has invented. By the way, played by uh, oh, not Christ- Christopher. I almost said Christopher. I almost said Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee. <laughs> I have invented a time machine, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> I've also made a mixtape of my metal album. When this hits 88 miles per hour, you'll go back in time. Oh, man. <laughs> inside, the, inside the time machine, it's not a Mr. Fusion, it's the eye. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. yeah. Look, Marty, it knows all. <laughs> Doc, where did you get this? I told Gandalf the Grey I would build a bomb with it. I gave him pinball parts. <laughs> I cannot. I want to see that. I want a oh, picture of Gan- I want a picture of Saruman standing next to DeLorean now. <laughs> to DeLorean. People do this. Great Scott Marty. He played a character in Lord... I'm explaining for Willow because she looks completely dumbfounded. Uh, I think she just looks bored. <laughs> I, th- I think you're confusing dumbfounded <laughs> with bored. Well, okay, fine. Um, instead... Prove me wrong, Willow. Are you bored or confused? Both. Okay. Very good. We're both The right. one word! The one word snap. I like that. Instead, Christopher Lloyd played a fantastic uh, doc. Um, now, one thing I want to talk about in Willow, maybe you can you can speak to this here... Is it's kind of a classic movie move where Marty shows up and there's like a truck, and then the truck back slowly raises, uh, uh, lowers to the ground. All in that Rider. And then you have this dry ice fog that's come out, and then the DeLorean comes out. And I'm just thinking, is Doc Brown in there with the dry <laughs> ice? Like, How long like, has he been waiting? Just, yeah, like, like just like like time in it, or, is, or like like did he do this a few times and Marty's like five minutes late, so he has to like go back in? Like, does it make yeah. any sense to me? Is yeah. he like? Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, that looks cool. Don't get me wrong, but like logistically, that's with, a and, mess. And with all that dry ice, you know he's gonna back all the way out, open the door, Mont- uh, Marty, uh, son of a, where the hell is he now? Back in the car, yeah. Einstein. I think more or less like. Um, Good thing it was buy one get one free in the dry ice emporium. <laughs> Not Monster Squad, the one with the peeping Rudy. I think that was Monster. That Squad. was Monster Squad. It oh, was? by the way, Willow. Oh, do we? I knew this was coming up. By the way, the, the list of peepers keeps on growing in the eighties. We are as that this was Rad peeping. We have a, we have a, we almost have enough for a baseball. Game. I was going to say that was like we've the vampire. Basketball. No, we definitely passed like basketball. All the fog and the lights, but yeah. you know. So he backs out the Throw car. A fantastic reveal of what is just an amazing classic. Just a super cool. The DeLorean. Come on, man. It is. I mean, no so rad. That was number five on my list. 
I know, because you don't like the DeLorean. No, really? Greg. But that wait. You in don't the like Lord, a car the that order gets like set. two gallons to the mile. This <laughs> is <laughs> made out of solid steel. It's got gold wing doors. That's all that matters. Gold wing doors six. are red. Actually, it's seven according to how I've now, said it in the podcast. I, I was thinking about like, so I think maybe this is a good time. I don't know how much of a car guy you are, but everybody has I cars that they want. Drive a car, but everybody has a lot of Prius. People have famous. It would be great if you could say that on the mic, Willow. Huh? I want a Prius or an SUV. But yeah, that's what's better off the Those are so diametrically opposed. That's amazing. <laughs> an SUV Prius. That's like, I'd like world peace or, you know, like geothermal nuclear war. You know, one of those. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would really appreciate um, if if hunger was abolished or if all the crops in America would fail. Yeah. I would like one of those two. I'd like hunger to be fixed, or maybe just everyone else was hungry but me. <laughs> you know, one of those other, one, one of those two. Right. I want to live in one of those worlds. Right. I don't really care which one. No, Willow, Willow. I, I kind of like it because, much like everything about you, it's got like like a secret, like a like a like like evil bent, which is like <laughs> everything like, about you. I like SUVs because they're gas guzzlers and they're trouble with the environment. And I also like Priuses, which are horrific to the environment to be made. And no matter how long I drive them, I can't undo the damage that's already been done making this vehicle. So I, I dig it. I see where she's coming from. Yeah? Yeah. Or I saw okay. one in a TV show, and my friend owns the other, and it's a pretty sweet ride. The, the Prius is, yeah, I mean, it's a car. It gets you from point A to point B. It does. No, I was talking about the SUV, but... Well, which which SUV? I mean, that's like saying you like hatchbacks. The black one. <laughs> oh, we narrowed it down. <laughs> oh, she like no, she likes the classic GMC FBI black SUV. Oh, the, the Denali's that they yeah. all drive. She doesn't care what it's made out. Of. She just wants the one that shows up and kidnaps you to an un, to an undisclosed location. Oh, like a bunker where they force people to podcast. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that sounds good. Okay, moving along. Um, don't worry about my car thing. We'll. We'll I always, going. I always liked. Well, I'm, I'm curious where you were going with that, but I, I did always like that the the license plate says "out of time." I was I, that was really cool, uh, very clever. Um, instead, Doc explains what's going on. He's created a time machine. Uh, he's, he explains to Marty kind of what he oh, did. Eighty miles an hour. 80, yeah, you gotta that's go number 80, nine. eight miles an hour. That's the yeah that's yeah. The um, I see my dad go over that on the highway. Just saying. Well, that'll be edited times. out. For all the highway patrol listeners we have. Well, no, the next time I'm driving, I will be below the speed limit. Ooh. You to balance it you out. You can't prosecute for the past. That's right. Statute of limitations, go to hell, buddy. Yeah. I'm a podcast lawyer, and I can't find fault in that at all. Uh, so, Willow, this is actually the scene that, uh, this is with the dog, and oh, I know... I was so, That was actually the number 10 on my list of things I hated. Wow, 10 things I hate about you. How they sent the dog alone. Why? Yeah. Was Willow that? literally got mic. upset. Willow, our dog. Talking I mean, to the mic. Talking to the mic. Sorry, I'm trying to like, cross things out as I go. I was going to say that poor dog. It doesn't know what to do in the future. It's like, what is this? Well, right. But remember, Doc said to the dog it was instantaneous. He just disappeared and... But to, to Came the right dog's back. perception, nothing changed. He was literally in a car... And then he was let out of the car. My dog freaks out if we go over two miles an hour. If well, we start moving. Your dog doesn't have a superpower that can detect Libyan terrorists at 200 yards <laughs> like well, Einstein does. But you know what, though? She makes a good point. Why doesn't that dog just take a massive dump right in the car as soon as it goes to 88 miles? <laughs> Instead, Einstein is just kind of like... What ifs, guys? He's just putting on some sunglasses, popping a Budweiser. Yeah. He is cruising. His future's so bright, he's got to wear shades, <laughs> Yeah. Bright Einstein could care less about being in a car drive. You're right, Will. Will, great observation. There you go. 
Um, so he comes back. Libyans show up. Uh, well, I don't care about the gag. Why did only two Libyans show up? No, they're whatever. terrorists. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Fly, you know. Um, what does matter though is that Marty Marty jumps in the car and takes off. And and it's eighty-eight miles an hour yep. and goes back in time. Right. Immediately runs over a pine tree. Yes. Which then changes everything in the future from twin pines now reads lone pine. <laughs> yes, it does. Which always made me laugh. And uh, I love the comic that little kid has when the, the family comes yes. to their barn and the comic is like literally depicting <laughs> yeah. that scene. Yep. It's like, it's a spaceman. He's going to kill us all. And I mean, so he takes off and um, yeah, Marty Marty's losing his brains because, yeah. you know, Lion's Estates where his parents live is... is a development that's about to be developed. There's nothing there. Yeah, I noticed. I, I I don't think I ever noticed this. When you go back to the previous section, there, right? Those monuments that say "Lion" are in the road. Mm. <laughs> They're not like up out of it. They are literally in the. I'm sure it's because of our production thing, but yeah, yeah. I yeah, never yeah. noticed that. What happens if somebody takes a turn just too tight? <laughs> just goodbye. <laughs> no more car. You know what it is? It's the people who made that development. Their brother makes those monuments. And they <laughs> oh, is that what there, it is? So they'll constantly need upkeep. It's a, it's a <laughs> okay. scam. That's a good... Yeah. Right, they're actually made out of styrofoam. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 On a good day, styrofoam. On a good day. <laughs> Mostly right. just like gravel and glue. Oh, I was going to say the bones of hobos. <laughs> bones of hobos. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. This was a pre-Giuliani New York. Hobo bones are pretty easy to get. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, Marty's losing his mind. I love the running gag where everyone says he that he's from. He's a sailor. Or he works in the Coast Guard. Yes, because he's got the orange vest. Everyone thinks it's a life vest. Uh, yeah. Um, so that show. So he shows up and he ends up at the diner, right next to his dad in a great scene when Biff comes in and yells, Crispin, "Hey, McFly!" And he turn. They both turn around. It's it's, Cri- it's great. Crispin Glover is. This is one of the best roles he's ever had. hundred percent. This and, is and he's kind of complained about this. He, he he's another one of these actors where he's hot and cold with it. Sometimes he's all about how how great it was. Man, right. Sometimes he's like, it was the worst experience of my life, and I never want to do it again. Um, it's really why he's not in much of the sequels afterward. Um, Wait, who? The, the, the guy McFly. who plays the father. Oh. Crispin um, Glover is he's he's kind of he's, a weird he's a kooky dude and and you know I, mean, I would say what this and what was the one with Keanu Reeves River's Edge with the teenagers who murdered believe, that girl I believe so he's he's in that that's that was kind of his other big giant yes. role that really yeah. put him on the map it, but in this role he's he's I mean he's on he's on point he's a great so casting. Good. No, because it, he's playing a weird character. Correct, 100%. That's a good call, Will. Yeah, maybe they just saw it and they said, listen, he's got two good movies at him. Let's get this one. Let's get this one. And we'll let him flounder for the rest of his career. Everyone they cast is fantastic in this movie. Yeah, Michael J. Fox, we didn't even say his name. Who wasn't originally cast. He wasn't. They shot for a couple weeks with Eric Stoltz. Yes. And yes. they had to pull him aside and say, this isn't working. We I'm need so. Somebody else. I mean, everybody says it, but man. I, I cannot imagine well, they Marty McFly not being in this But they movie. originally wanted Michael J. Fox. He couldn't do it. He couldn't start when they wanted because of family ties. Ah. Once they got through the two or three weeks with uh, Eric Stoltz, he had, they, they were at the time they were, done with, they were done with shooting that, and they were like, oh, well, now we can get him, and that's what they did. Wow, that's crazy. Um, did you know, it, um, originally, this is kind of some fun little trivia for you, Willow, you probably won't find this interesting at all. Um, <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be a car that sent them back in time. It was a refrigerator that needed to be next to a nuclear blast. 
That's awesome. Really? Yeah. And That's they, amazing. They seriously changed it because they were afraid kids would crawl into, like, abandoned fridges. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And push them next to rea- nuclear reactors, of course. <laughs> well, well, like... Because like those we, are on every corner. Like, we all see yeah. all day long yeah. nuclear reactors. I, awesome. I have two next door, yeah. right next to the bunker. Yeah. We're surrounded by them. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. awesome. So, yeah, no, I, th- I always thought that was... Is that why we're in a bunker? Because we're... It's so funny. Isn't that interesting what guys. happens in uh, Crystal Skull? Yeah, some people think that's a, like, that's a... That's why we're in a bunker. homage. Yeah. Nuclear yeah. weapons. Yeah, maybe. What? Whoa. We're in a Refrigerators bunker. Refrigerators are not nuclear weapons. No, because... Well, that's why we're, we're in the man. bunker. Yeah. You say we're in a bunker. We're in the bunker because of the nuclear weapons. No, but... Maybe we are, maybe we're not. We're not. We're, we're, just, we're in an undisclosed location, I think, is the... Do, do the people listening also have minor aneurysms when she says things like that? You, I don't. So? you tell us on the Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you. Instead, so, anyway. Marty shows up. Um, Biff. Marty. Young Biff shows up. <laughs> a lot like old Biff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, give, give, the, me, give me my homework. I'm telling you, it's a guy that just doesn't know how to leave high school. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm with you, Will. I... I, I I get that. Um, Played by uh, the the great Tom Wilson. Yes. Who um, I don't know if anyone uh, knows. He's he's a like a comedian. Um, he, he, uh, he I've seen the special. Movies. It's on Netflix. Yeah, and he did. Does he sing the song? Yes. On it. Yes. Oh, the question song. Yes. Is all about questions people ask him about yes. making this movie. I will find that's how a link he, to it. It's, that's, and he has a card yeah. that he hands people anytime anyone asks him questions. He yes. just hands them a card because he's so sick of answering questions. That's how he opens up the shows. He goes, yeah. Everybody stops clapping. He's like, okay. So let's get this out of the way. And he goes right, right through, through them. And he goes, nice. and, he, and it's like 10 minutes and he goes, now that that's done, I'm going to do my show now. <laughs> Anybody says anything and you're gone. Nice. <laughs> and he picks up, he, he's, and he's and he's funny. He's a very, he's very funny, funny. He, There's actually some great um, Nerdist episodes, at least one if not two. I've heard him on that show, and yes. he just has a really kind of fascinating career of like doing like like voiceover work. He does and, a lot of voiceover work, and stuff. Yeah. He's just a... He's just a very interesting guy to listen to personally. I yeah, think he's yeah. Really when you look at that character that he played three times, it, it, you almost think, oh, I mean, that's, he's just typecast as that. And what, what I think he did, he, he did a smart thing, and he did do a lot of voiceover work. He didn't, he didn't get a lot of acting. Not that he didn't try. He he popped up now and again, but you you'd think it being in such a giant movie like that, he'd be in a ton. He'd be like a go-to bad guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, but and he's he almost. Did, he but didn't. he's almost too typecast as that one person. Mm-hmm. And I think that that kind of hurts. I've seen that a couple times. I also wonder if that was a choice, like you said, for him, where he's like, "Oh, Jesus! If I do one more of these, yeah, I'm gonna be that that bad guy forever." You know. But so anyway, follows George. Yes. Now to the scene that I knew was gonna delight you. Now more peeping. Now, for starters, we did hear Michael J. Fox. We'll call him McFly Junior. His mom say. The reason why I met George is because my father hit him with the car. So, of course, from this point forward, this is where history rewrites itself, and they right. have to keep having to fix it. Which, when it, when you talk about writing, it's such a small thing. When it, when the scene happens, George is up peeping. Yes, I immediately wrote down, now, add him to the family. Oh, but he's not just kind of peeping. He is the... He's he's Rudy the, level people. I was going to say he's the quarterback for our almost completed football team. Ooh. He is he's he's going to okay, lead if he's, the team. Okay, I if he's the quarterback, then Rudy is our lead receiver <laughs> because 
Yes, he is up in a tree. He is across a active roadway with binoculars. He is. He's. Yeah. No. He's. He is all state. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, going. I thought I heard the dad say, "How many peeps are going to fall in front of my car at one point?" But I really didn't say that. It would have been great if he did. Uh, instead, Marty says something. George falls. He pushes him out of the way. Now. I bet... One step forward, two steps back. Now, I, I bet the first time Get audiences watched this, time. I bet you they didn't get the gravity of that situation immediately. Oh, 100%, because I... Because it's so quick. It's And, and the movie is really tight. They it's do, fast They paced, do yeah. eventually go back and say, later on, they, they do mention it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To hammer it in, but yeah, man, there's, there's a yeah, lot Yeah, immediately, yeah, you're not sure. However, this so, is where real questions are going to start happening. Okay, so, Marty... Pushes George out of the way. Yes. The car hits him. That doesn't do the damage. It knocks him over and he hits his head. Yes. That's yeah. what does the damage. Yeah. He wakes up. Oh, I'm, I must be... What a horrible dream I had. Yeah, he turns yeah. the light on. There's his mother who's 17 years yeah. old. Um, um, who I, I also want to nominate the mom for Peter. <laughs> Michael J. <laughs> Fox was unconscious. He, he, he could not give consent. And he suddenly isn't wearing any pants. Not only that. And she knows the name that's written on his underwear. That's peeping, bro. Not only that. (laughs) That's Olympic level peeping. Hold on. Hold on. I got a better question. What was her justification for removing them? I think it was Lorraine's going to do what Lorraine's going to do. I think that was that that justification. She already clearly has some sort of thing for helpless men. <laughs> yes, it doesn't true. get much more helpless than I'm in a coma. So wait a oh second. So that means if we go back in time when she says, oh, I went out and met your father, my father had in him, and then I took his pants off because I got a feeling Lorraine was going to do this no matter who fell. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, no, I'm telling What if he would have hit? What if he would have hit Doc Brown? Another girl. What if a girl was peeping? Do you think Lorraine still would have gone for that? I don't think so. No? It's pretty desperate. Not progressive. <laughs> I think La- I think Lorraine is pretty desperate. Lorraine is, we can all agree, she's on the prowl. Yes. So look out. This is but. step one of her drinking problem. <laughs> no, this is not step one. This is step, uh, I need help. I think we're a few steps in at least, Willow. Uh, play by uh, the actresses. Uh, Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. Howard the Ducks. Howard the Ducks. By the way, again... Just gorgeous. I mean, she looks great in this Nails, movie. Nails, again, this this is one of those movies I literally can't imagine anyone else playing any yes. of the roles. Yeah. Leah Thompson I, is... I, I Wait, who did Leah Thompson play? The mom. The mom. The, mom. The, young, the young mom and the old mom. Actually, the makeup, actually, we kind of feel... It's not bad. It's not it's, bad. It's pretty solid. I mean, it's, it's, it's not great. You can tell it's makeup, but Especially it's not bad. Now, but, no, but, it's, but it's the 80s, right. It's good. I couldn't it's, tell. It's good um, but no, she played, uh, she played the girl in Howard, Howard Duck. the Duck. I know who she played in Howard the Duck. <laughs> okay, she said. We're not going down this. She's <laughs> she literally with the one of the only women in that movie. <laughs> yeah, the no, main woman. In no, that Willow movie. gets it. She's just saying it with disdain. Oh, she goes. I know who that. You got me there, Willow. Is. My heart was I don't open to you. Remember and what and her and her duck did? Punched right in it. Don't want to remember. That's fine. So anyway, we find out that um, she is really interested in I, Marty. I mean, she wow. like would have pounced. If he would have just given just really a vain, blink of an eye, he looks well, like her. This, this, this is something that I, I think is self love that we sort of don't talk about. Is that the fifties were not? No, no, no. Let Let's just stop and find a hard cut because I'm not putting you saying that in my podcast. What? Because he looks like her. She just loves herself so much that he loves him. Oh, okay, good. You explained it. So you're going with the the Jamie Cersei Lannister uh, quandary. For that one, that they, because they look so much like each yes. other when they were children and they're so narcissistic they can only love one another. I like it. 
It's like, no, I think she's just a horny idiot who doesn't know how to control herself. Well, you know, and, and, and this this is something that... It, I think Dad... Not Hold Dad. On. Greg went to incest, but you know. <coughs> well, you... He did. What do you think this is? It's not any different. They, I, I mean, I guess it's a little different for her. She's unaware of it, but I mean, it's still the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, Willow, and, and by the way, you cannot explain to me how that's not. Because it is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay, thank you. Okay, keep going. One thing I want to say real quick is that, you know, the 50s were a sort of a promiscuous decade. We got a very whitewashed version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a 55, I think oh. is what they say. Yeah, it's 55. So, it, you know, there, there, there was a lot of, of that sort of going on with, you know, the sort of like, you know, teenagers, you know. Well, parking. Doing, is, yeah, parking. That, doing they what called they it that, but, you know, yeah, it, it, it was it was kind of that thing. Um, I think it's also a good dichotomy from what you see the mom so far, who is yes. she's very prude. No one's going on them. You yeah. leave girls alone, blah, blah, blah. But meanwhile, the minute, the minute oh, yeah. a boy is unconscious, she is ready to take him to town. Like, immediately. Or at the very least, his pants right off of him. No, that's what I meant by town. Town and pants are just interchangeable? Yes. Okay, that's <laughs> yeah. a weird one. Yes. But, you know. Look it so up. We went to China gonna, Pants the other day. That was a good time. You know what? Yeah. Maybe this is maybe this is ahead of the times. Yeah. Maybe this we is bought, the ship it. We bought an extra <laughs> pair of towns. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Right. See? Perfect. Yeah. My towns are on fire. My towns are on fire. <laughs> liar, liar. Towns on fire. <laughs> yeah, we all know that old chest. Of course. You yeah. Thought. You got me. You got me. <laughs> there you go. You got me. Anyway. Um, uh, Jason Hervey has wanted to point out is one of her siblings. Yeah, I know. Laugh. He just kind of shows up kind of quickly. It's not a big deal. Jason they Hervey. Really go back to her family after this. I think Jason Hervey is the actor who has most shown up in any movie we've done. He's been in like four things we've watched at this um, point. Minus the Corys, which we actively lo- seeked out. Yes, this would be his four- Monster Squad, PB Herman. There was another one, and then Back to the Future. Back to the Future. What was the other? There is another one. I don't know who he is. He, uh, he, he, it, it doesn't matter, but no, yeah, he, he, he keeps showing up four times. Uh, he was he, the jerk kid with the bike, the jerk actor who like didn't want to act with the oh, nun. Oh yeah, that was, that was a good time. <laughs> you love it when Jason Hervey shows up. Well, we have to find was a he Jason. The Wiz? No, I don't think he was. No, he I think I want him to be in the Wiz, but he wasn't. No, it doesn't matter. The Wiz or the Wizard? The Wiz. Because the Wiz is all the, all the, the Wiz is what I meant, but <laughs> I certainly said The Wiz, which is a very different movie. That is not a movie you will find any little white children in. Jason Hervey wasn't uh, even considered for that film, if I'm remembering. No, uh, that would be the 70s, yes. Yeah. So, Marty, uh, he goes and finds Doc Brown. Marty finds Doc and eventually convinces him to, you know, like... I can tell you what happened to you today. You fell yes. over, you came up with a flux capacitor, and yes. Doc finally gets on board with him. Marty lays the plot out in this in the next scene. You know, yeah. I came back, blah, I need plutonium, blah, blah. 121 gigawatts, we gotta go to the future, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I did love the quick gag when Doc goes, if you're from the future, who's the president? And he goes, Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Because Ronald Reagan's an Was actor. Doc's like, and did you notice that a, that was a Ronald commercial. Reagan movie is playing yes. at the cinema? Yeah, I thought that was yes. a funny little scene. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so this is where you get the whole thing. 1.21 gigawatts is what they need. That, of course, means that the clock tower, which is being struck by lightning, will generate that. So there's the plot. They need to get the DeLorean to hit it at the precise moment to send them back yeah, there you go. to the future. And there's a great line where he says, Well, I'm sure plutonium is available in 1985 in every corner drugstore. <laughs> yeah. But here, it's a little hard to come by. <laughs> and 
saying it unironically, like he really does believe that in 1985 you can just go to a drugstore and buy plutonium. Yes. Doc says you have to go to school. So he goes to school. This is where we see Strickland with hair. Yes. Um, yes, And Marty needs to convince his his father and his mother to get together. Yeah, this this is where Marty finally figures out, oh, my dad was supposed to get hit with a car. I got hit with a car. I've changed history. This picture I have is disappearing. Yes. And I said, suck it up. I need to figure it out. <laughs> suck it up. <laughs> you made your bed, you lie in it, Marty. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, he's being shot at. It wasn't a conscious choice. Be a Jerry and don't back down. Oh. oh. That's a that's a pretty long callback from two weeks ago. Yeah, it is. Really? <laughs> I, I, I always ten minutes ago. I always did like the line, Marty Marty keeps saying, Oh, this is really heavy, this is heavy stuff. And yeah, yeah. You keep saying that. Why, why is everything so heavy in the future? <laughs> yeah. It's like those good joke in my yeah. opinion. Um, uh, but instead yeah. he finds George and he's trying to convince him. George approaches Lorraine, starts to talk to him. Lorraine sees Marty, comes over and starts hitting on him again. Um, hey, Marty, why didn't you just not hang around? Yeah, couldn't you have like done this from around the corner? Sent him along. Yeah. Have you, I mean, what, what is it? Uh, what, Cerno de Bergerac. Oh, yeah, there you go. I mean, pull one of these things, right? Send them off the lines. You're going to stand here by (laughs) this corner. I'm going to be around the corner, and (laughs) it's going to be kind of whispering things. (laughs) There you go. Lorraine, you look really hot today. Would you like some vodka? Yeah, there you go. That'll get her. How about uh, I have this new pack of unfiltered cigarettes? Would you care to join me for a smoke? Uh, Lorraine. My pants come off pretty easy. That'll yeah. get her going. <laughs> like literally, just show she'll, up. Show up take with it. no pants. Yes. Just be like, hey, just look, pantsless. We're one step ahead. <laughs> right. We're cutting out at least five seconds. And I didn't get hit by a car, so we're we're all good. Yeah, you don't have to wait nine hours for me right. to come out of a coma. Oh, <laughs> but she needs that. She needs yeah. that nine hours. Otherwise, it's just not the same. It's not. It's not romantic. Um, this guy wearing then, 3D glasses. Oh, I wrote that down. We always see that guy wearing 3D glasses. His rod and cones. <laughs> yeah, must be messed oh, up. When he takes those off, he must just like go blind yes. at this point, right? Because like, but everything's in 3D in the world, so it doesn't affect it. Well, right, but back then, 3D glasses were literally like a piece of like blue cellophane and a piece of red cellophane at all times. So that means his eyes have probably adapted. To yes. where the world looks normal, and so when he takes those off, like does he just like go berserk? Yeah. Huh. I need a pair of those. No. <laughs> I learned a life hack. You literally do not need old 3D glasses. Yeah. yeah well, if you're looking at old 3D things, what are you gonna play Rad Racer for the NES? <laughs> in no, 3D I was gonna mode? say, you know how like teachers are saying you can have one note card for stuff. You can write one set of notes in red and another set in blue, and then just use the glasses to decode. Oh, oh smart move. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. Okay. It has to be a pool and floaty. So I was I gonna say, what about out. the what about the move where you write really small on the pencil? Because <laughs> you have all the different sides. But I can't read. You have the, the cheat sheet. So how are you pencil. gonna read the red and blue text? No. I With can't the read. cellophane, Paul. We've been over this. <laughs> oh, it gives her the Duh. power to read. It, it's magical. I can't read of course. small stuff. <laughs> red need... cellophane by itself, nothing. Blue cellophane, nothing. You put them together in three D glasses, and it just it just happens. Magic. It's Bow. like. <laughs> it's like Burns and Allen, Paul. It's like, it's like. No, I'm totally with Dean you. Martin and Jerry Lewis, Paul. Yeah, it's, just, it's two it's very Ben and Jerry recent. Um, um, two very Siegfried recent and Roy duos that I have just mentioned that everyone will be familiar with. Roscoe and Boss Hog. That, see, you're actually you're still 20 years after everything I've just <laughs> okay, mentioned. Okay. Um. Yeah. Wow. 
Brooks and Dunn. There we go. Bill and Bob. <laughs> I don't even know. Bill and Ted. Think I'd go with Bill that. Ted, that. It doesn't matter. Okay. Moving on. So I love the scene where uh, George is like, "No, I'm not going near that Lorraine. No, I'm terrified." I love the fact that Marty comes Everyone's over terrified. and he's writing stories, and yes. it's and it's Sci-fi manic stories because there is writing all over the place. And Marty comes over and goes, "I didn't know you write stories." And then he quickly covers it. But what what does happen to those stories? Because he seems like he writes a lot. He's got a notepad. He's got one of those cop. I was going to say he's got things. a couple he's got, of notepads. He's got a couple notepads going, yeah. in him. Do you think they go in a box? Yes. Where secretly he cries at night. Yes. Do you think he still has that box in the future? Yeah, I, I bet you he does. <laughs> you think it does? Why did you think it would go away? <laughs> That's know, not a habit you just get rid of. Willow, I don't know. I thought maybe he would have matured. Yeah, what do you think? He grew as a person and uh, <laughs> tried to get his life together? Come on. Not, a, not in a Willow America. I'm sorry for being hopeful. <laughs> yeah, what is wrong with you? Get I a load of... Maybe get that a load was his, it right I, now. <laughs> I thought yeah. this was like... Yeah, Willow, this get, one a of, shining get a load of light. big hopeful over here. <laughs> Look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this rube. <laughs> <laughs> Hopes and dreams, good for you. (laughs) Good for you, buddy. That was the greatest, the single greatest mock I have ever heard. Look at me. Look at me. I have hopes and dreams. Single the funniest thing I've ever Look heard. at me, Mr. Got It Together! Look at me! Look at me! Oh my Look at God. me, I might not end up at a McDonald's! Oh, Willow, that was that was a amazing joke. Oh, look oh, at, look at me and my self-esteem! That was like a that was like something out of you Wonder Show. That was amazing. Oh, oh gosh. I think I peed a little. Oh Jesus. I already went. <laughs> Smart move, Willow. Yeah, well, well, <laughs> if you knew you had that in the chamber, maybe you could have warned everybody. Yeah. Good lord. Look, <laughs> hey, tissues on set. Oh, on set. <laughs> on set. On yeah. bunker. Yeah. Well, we have them shipped in from Guatemala. Well, yeah, yeah. Like Guatemalan <laughs> tissues, especially. Why would we have tissues on the bunker? Because that wouldn't help. Because we are inside the bunker. Oh no! I just meant you know, on set, on bunker. You know. No, it doesn't work. Okay, fine. <laughs> no. Fine, we'll strike that from the record. <laughs> In the bunker. <laughs> God, Greg, get it together. <laughs> Jesus. Look at me over here trying to be creative. Okay. Um. So anyway, um, I, I always like when, when Marty sneaks into George's house, you know, with the space, you know, with the radiation suit, and he puts the Van Halen on him, and he, and he tells him to do the thing, you know, oh, you're going to do this, you're going to melt your brain, and... Well, you I know, was, was, you know like, what I liked about that on the cassette? He puts Edward Van Halen. <laughs> wrote, in case Edward. it's a different Van Halen yeah. that plays guitar. Oh, well, it could have been, you know, Eddard Van Halen if he had right, just wrote Ed right. Van Halen. Well, it could have been Lloyd Van Halen, Lloyd his lesser-known cousin. Yeah. And so this is where he, he tells him, oh, you know, go go say 
you're my destiny. Yes. And he, of course, says, my, my density has brought me to you. Yes. Uh, oh, which, But you know what? It's such an awesome, again... Oh, it's great. No, it's fantastic. He's such... He just plays that character so well. It comes across so sincere. Like, he's literally... He's trying... Oh, he is trying his heart he's out. He's trying his heart. You know what I don't get about the whole thing, though, is they never give you a moment to show that George had something for her before Marty showed up. Correct. Other than he really liked looking at her from a tree. Which I'm assuming... I guess, yeah. You know, I did... You're right. I did... He could have picked any tree. He could have picked any girl and he picked Lorraine. Let's be real here. He has spots that he hits. (laughs) You think so? Oh, yeah. Well, and and let's not put it past Lorraine. She's kind of hoping somebody's out on that tree. She certainly doesn't seem to be pulling that shade down. I I, I would question that choice. Uh, Not that that makes it okay, but still. I think in that notebook, if you were to paw through it, it would be like... Okay, Lorraine gets done with, you know, whatever, cheerleading practice. She's home at... 9.15. You know, this okay, and then we have we have Debbie. Yeah, uh, yeah. She's, she's got, on cheer. She's on, what's it called, like... Debbie's done with dance Laura. class at, uh, you know, yeah. 7 o'clock. I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go to oh, that treat. No, he's, trust me. Yeah, Carolyn, Carolyn has chorus until 5. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, no, that guy, that guy's got a routine. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. In that flip book of his oh, yeah. that he just carries around like a safety blanket. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere it is. A um, I was going to say, to say, it's not a safety blanket. So, uh, Biff well, shows up, cheers. ruins the mood. Yes, Marty does the old trip, punch him in the face. Yep, and then invent skateboarding. Uh, yeah, they do this in all three movies where he they he invent invent something. something like yeah. I, I, I never really liked it. This chasing, it's got a good payoff because what do we have, Greg? Manure. And what is that? Comeuppance. It's a comeuppance. We haven't had a good one of these. My, I, I watched this with my my five year old daughter. Yeah. And no. Cause... When they when they drop the the s bomb right before they run into the manure, she thought that was like the height of comedy because he's like, oh, I, they said it, and then they. Hit as a it. kid, I'm sure I did the same yeah. thing. Oh yeah, no. It no, Classic. we had a bunch of comeuppance, and what was it? The uh, um, three o'clock high. Three o'clock high. Oh. Yeah, we just didn't. Oh yeah, we didn't call it out. No, but this is a true comeuppance. This is, this is a real it's comeuppance. Yeah, comeuppance for Jerry. In three o'clock high, Jerry was just kind of fighting back. I don't really. No, think he that's touched a, him. He he broke the rules first. I, I understand, but this is more. Biff deserves it. Jerry whereas, whereas, I, he got. Yeah, anyway, let's not go back two weeks. So, um, uh, <laughs> keep we up cut, the mirage. We cut, we cut keep up the mirage. <laughs> Please, our whole life is charades. <laughs> One more charade <laughs> to the true. deck of charades we're shuffling. Um, uh, Doc Brown uh, now has 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 built a diorama, which he apologizes for because it's not the scale, so he um, can show Marty what to do. <laughs> now, by the way, um, Pee Wee got it painted in that time. Why couldn't Doc, Doc Brown? Brown I, I can only assume He's a scientist It's the 50s And maybe some things Are harder to come by But oh, that's it paint, yeah, Not right. as common You're right, you're right. There that's you go The yep. only thing I'm saying That maybe So yep. anyway All Right Pee Wee um, had the benefit Of a Home Depot Yeah or Or, or an Ace Hardware Yeah yeah. Ace it's Is the place, the place Or maybe a What's it called folks. Joanne's Maybe yeah. Maybe Yeah Anyway So My Doc Brown does that And again Great description um, but who shows up? Lorraine, a girl in the lab, Paul? Unacceptable. <laughs> not only that, oh, oh. Doc, Doc almost plays it off like you're not sure which way he's going to go. He's kind of like, it's, a, it's your mom. Yeah. But he's but he kind of gives this look of, uh, maybe you should just go with that and, and you'll be happy here. Just roll with it, Marty. <laughs> I am my own grandpa. Christopher Lee, 
Roll with it, Marty. <laughs> Roll with it. In the seven kingdoms there shall fall the orcs born of those before. This isn't so uncommon with highborn. They're inbred to the point of stupidity. And your mom is pretty hot. I would go with that. Christopher Lee giving advice. But now I like Christopher Lee giving awkward advice. Awkward advice. <laughs> like as Saruman. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Marty, when you are kissing, you know what to do. <laughs> I really want to remake this movie. <laughs> Christopher, well, you can't Who do it now. Play? I know, but... Yeah. Who did he play in Lord of the Rings? Digital Christopher Lee. Saruman. He was the other wizard that Gandalf fights. See, I just said a whole bunch. Of, I might as well have just spoken Latin. I want anyway, coffee. we all want coffee. So I got a shirt that says Marty, please. Marty, there's a there's a kind of an important scene that, that comes up a few times where Marty is conflicted about telling Doc about the future. Where yes, say like you yes. get shot by terrorists. You, that's what he wants and, to tell. And Doc is very firm where he's saying you cannot tell. You know, you've yes. already told me too much about the future. You can't tell me anything else. Yeah. It'll have catastrophic results. And then we kind of... I actually forgot that this is how this happens. They kind of just smash cut right to the dance. They kind of cut no. out everything else. Well, no, they don't. Because this is a part that I what, completely... Right. Oh, right. You got about the note? Or no, no, no. Note? I remember that. Marty goes to George and sets up... Oh, the, him the plan. The plan. I, yeah, yeah, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, I, that's what I always thought. I then thought they smash cut... Why is that inside? What? Then why is the dad waiting inside? Because, so this is why. So To make it This seem is natural. what I never got. I always thought they went to the dance, Marnie and Lorraine are in the car, Biff shows up, and then George just happens to walk outside oh, okay. and, and st- finally stands up. Instead of it being a whole setup with Be- Marty playing the bad guy and George. But Marty comes thinks to the he's playing it all up. And what? So God. he's explaining it to him. My only thought was, Marty, let's let's take a step back from the situation. Huh. Don't you think maybe this is just me? Lorraine's gonna kind of like you being aggressive at this point in yeah, time. I was gonna say there is a giant fly in Marty's plan, which <laughs> and is and that, that she's gonna love it while you're <laughs> unconscious. She took your pants right, off, right, and was perfectly fine. Yeah, like asking you to the dance. <laughs> yes, and this is in the fifties, like just throwing that out there, bro. I kind of feel like flaw in this I kind of feel like if you start, oh Lorraine, I'm gonna take you. She's gonna be like. Take me, Calvin. Take me. What took take you me so now? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100. Like, no, it's it makes yeah. It's like a he huge just problem. he goes to rip the dress, and she's like, "No, no, dummy." Yeah. On the scene. Yeah, rip. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cal, look at you. What is this? The first time you ever ripped the dress off somebody? <laughs> Come on, this amateur hour. Come on. I'm not even drunk yet. Yeah, that's right. So Instead, anyway. we go to it. We we cut to that. They're in the car. Marvin Berry. Marvin Berry. His band. Yes. Playing. Uh, they're in the car, and, she, and Lorraine goes, I've parked before. Right. Oh, well, okay. Marty, Marty's Thanks, gotta, Mom. That's what I needed in my life. Marty's got to put his put the moves on his mom. And she well, says no. she did nothing. But here's the thing. Again, if we're going with the plan that Marty has set it up that, he, that George is going to come out, Lorraine is doing all the moves, and Marty is like a scared rabbit. Oh, Marty. Stuck in a wolf's den. Marty is the <laughs> worst... Like okay, I'm gonna be aggressive to a point where where like <laughs> yeah. like there's 
you know, the difference between aggressive and, like, I'm I'm sexually assaulting <laughs> yes. you. Like, Marty, you're so far on the opposite end of <laughs> yes. that spectrum. Yes. You, yeah, no. You're he, apologizing for being in the car. He looks like if a gunshot went off, he'd just, like, crash <laughs> through the window and run away. Yeah. You know, and never be seen. Right, again. right. To be fair, she's kind of attacking him. But that's oh, what I no. mean, right. Lorraine. I kind of feel like if George comes out of this moment, he's saving Marty. In the, in, in the <laughs> Lorraine, get off of him. In the power play that is this 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 relationship <laughs> yes. right now, Marty has a one percent of the power. <laughs> yes, yes. And so Lorraine, I love Lorraine. Starts boozing it up and smoking. Oh yeah, yeah. She's ready Fantastic. to go. She's ready to go. And then uh, I do. I forgot about this scene where she kisses him. Yeah. And immediately is like something's not right. Yes, yeah. I did remember that. I and did. Remember I, that. I I thought that was cool that there's like some sort of inherent knowledge of like yeah, oh something's off about this it. is. But it's something like we kind of talked. Something weird. It's cool. Something we kind of did. We touched upon with with five, three o'clock high and other which movies was before. two weeks ago. It was but, right. Um, but other movies like that where it's mm-hmm. I don't I don't think she knows why it's off. It could she just says, be because she says it feels it feels like, like I'm kissing like, my like brother. I'm kissing my brother. Yeah, it feels or, like something weird. But it, it could also be because he's reciprocating son. nothing back. I mean, <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna guess if I tried to kiss if I had a f- quote unquote sister. Oh, you have siblings. I assume if you tried to mac on your sister, I think the awkwardness oh, would that make would, it weird. Yeah, that'd be super weird. I don't think it's even so much the blood relation. I think it's the awkwardness of it. And that's what I think with this. Yeah. I think if Marty was even just a tinge into it, she would have been going to town. It would have been Calvin You town. may be right, yeah. Calvin Town. Going to Calvin Town. Come going to Calvin Town. <laughs> so, Biff arrives and Marty... Town. Marty gets shown in the tr- uh, shown the trunk yes. of the band's car. Well, that's because Biff shows up, kicks him out. Now, I don't want to... I'm sure there's a huge... I mean, there are a number of articles on this. Biff now, he is straight up sexually assaulting... He's, he's raping her. Yeah. That's what he's doing at this This is point. why Biff works for the dad um, We're going to get to this. this kind of, no, but this kind of goes payback. to this. The classic... That I've heard a dozen times on like podcast radio and and, and and in articles is this. Okay, George shows up. He finally stands up to Biff. Awesome. He finally takes him out. Wins wins are over. Why would you ever conceive of keeping that man in your life ever again around your children? Literally, yeah. You should have an, a lie a loaded gun every time he walks down your street. That man should have to. Tell people where he <laughs> yes, moves. Yes, and he should not be allowed within you know 500 feet of your property. Yes, like, yeah, no, I yeah. agree 100. Yeah. percent I mean, it's a classic thing that I've heard a dozen times. But you know what? It's something that up until kind of rewatching the movie, I, I was always kind of like, uh huh, that's kind of funny. Now when I watch it, I'm like, it's uncomfortable. That scene is uncomfortable. <sighs> like, and and what kind of a movie are we in where it's like not only have we set the premise that. I'm going to pretend to rape her. Right. Then someone does. And everyone just kind of stands around and, and doesn't bat an eye. Like, eh. yeah. Instead, George wins the girl back. Yep, shows which is awesome. Him. Punches him in the face. Really Great scene. Care. I felt so strongly for George at this time. Great scene. Great scene. Um, Lorraine, sh- her, she's a Twitter for anybody that it flies into her peripheral at the right. moment. Yeah. Um, literally, I don't even know how they could ever get married after that. She was just literally one physical car accident from going to somebody else. <laughs> um, Marty uh, has to play with the band. Yes. Well, because uh, here's the scene to. that I don't like. Like the Johnny B. Good scene? No, not that. 
George oh. is dancing with Lorraine. The, um, uh, the guy from Can't Buy Me Love cuts the, in. The redhead, who looks like a, a donkey, cuts <laughs> in and goes, I'm taking her. Lorraine nor George says anything. Right. Nobody going, uh, no. Lorraine not saying, like, no thank you. Right, because Lorraine will take anyone. George, George backing down a bit, it's still within character. Correct. He took out Biff, he's the big hero, but you know what? He, It's still not his girl. Right. He's just now dancing with her. She looks longingly at George for help. Um, literally, you've disrobed and mauled and then violently kissed your son. Maybe you could speak up at this point. Say Maybe. something. Maybe, no, I don't want to dance with you. How about just that? Just something. Well, it's a useless, know. to me, it's a useless scene. Get rid of that scene. Go right up to him getting on stage, just playing the guitar. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree that it's kind it, of pointless. It just doesn't add anything to it. So then, um, uh, yeah, Marty Marty plays Johnny B. Good, introducing rock and roll to everyone. Yes, yes. And um, Marvin Berry calls his cousin. Says, yep, listen to this. This is the sound you've been looking for. Which, by the way, when you play music through a phone, you yep. can't tell. All he's going to hear is... Yeah, that's my sound. And I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm working on something called dropping the bass. I'll let you know when I figured it out. Uh, yeah. So Marty, Marty bids farewell to his parents, and then we have the, I would say, overly long scene of them preparing to set up the lightning tower. Yeah, yeah. It and takes then a long the time. Dude it's like dances like the guy from Willy Wonka. He's like, I'm up better well, than Here's 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 it's 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 like it's oh I gotta plug it in. Oh I dropped it. Oh I plugged it in. Oh I unplugged it someplace else. Oh the car won't start. Oh, it magically so, starts. It's like, okay, so, come on. Oh, no. two, two questions. So, my, so my, the only big question is, how did you put the plug up there in the first place? Really, Why didn't you just turn the Why? cables around? Yeah. It, um, I think I, he plugged it in before he threw it over. And that's very plausible. But why would you... I mean, it just seems... Come on, Doc, you're a smart guy. Yeah, you smart built dude. a gosh darn time machine, and you figured out how to use a clock tower to send him back home. You couldn't figure out to use a little duct tape to yeah. keep the plugs from coming loose. I don't up. know. Seems it's a little. Just, seems a little. I'm gonna be a hero in this one kind of scenario. Yeah, and it's you know it's kind of the, everything gets fixed at like the last possible yeah. second. Is kind of yeah. It's, I do love the scene that Will just talked about where he dances by himself, where Marty hits it, goes yes. back to the future, and then it's just Doc by himself yep. in the street. There's a little jig. And yeah, no, and he's just. He's super happy because he knows yes. what his destiny is. And, but I love that scene because so many times you don't see the aftermath from the secondary character's point yes. of view. Yes, I agree with that. And you get a real nice perspective on he's now by himself. Yes. But he, he knows he's what he's destined for, but you know, he is he is at the end of the day, you know, he, he bonded with Marty and yeah. now he knows he's not gonna see him again for thirty years. Yeah. And I think uh, that's a cool scene. The the other thing we should we have to point out in this is that Doc finds the note. So Marty wrote a note to Doc telling me yes, exactly what happens. He finds the note. He rips it up. At that moment, it makes you kind of go, "Well, how? The, how? So we're gonna go back and Doc's Doc will be dead. Doc's dead. Call it a day." Seems kind of silly. Instead, Marty gets back. Marty Marty decides I'll set the timer back. Yes, ten minutes. So I'll have ten minutes to yeah. intervene. Yeah. But what he doesn't take into account is how far There's two he's of them. going back in time in the center of Hill Valley, yes. not at the parking lot. Yes. Where he initially Which, was. Which, 
time displacement. That's where you got to learn that. That's that's important. Well, you travel through time, but you don't get to pick your location. Right. You're at your location. Wherever and, you left, yes. And the car doesn't yeah. start when he gets back. That's Again. Uh, that car is very finicky. <laughs> well, it is a DeLorean. It, well, there you go. Which, you know. Again, should have been uh, a Also, Hobo <laughs> on it's Sunday. the... It, it, it's real. Hobo <laughs> on the bench is uh, one of the guys <laughs> Tol- from They Tol- Live. What's that? Oh, the it's from they, they live. Yes, from they live. He's the the guy who uh, who sells out real fast. Oh, that's yes, a good movie. I, I'm sorry. I'm just really up with Willow. And if, if this was a Range Rover, this tol- never totally different movie. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> okay. Um, he shows up just a minute too late. And, and so Willow, this is where earlier you had mentioned this. Where Marty has traveled in back to the present, but ten minutes earlier. So he's now witnessing the ten minutes that, or what's well, probably close to five minutes. Of him getting from the beginning of the film, getting shot at by the terrorists and yeah. fleeing. That's why there's two Martys because you have the Marty who spent the week in the fifties in the same spot as Marty who's about to go. Marty runs over to Doc. He can't yes. believe that he's dead, and then suddenly Doc s- sits up and by he shows the way, him the letter. Every time I see all so- taped together. Every time I see somebody shot like this, I why always they think shoot him in the face. I always think the Dumb and Dumber. What if they would have shot me in the face? Yeah, what if they would have shot him in the face? <laughs> right. Yeah. That was a risk we were willing to take. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then Doc shows him the uh, the note, and he's, you know, he had pieced it together, and he said, yeah. Doc, I thought you, you had said you didn't want to know, and he said, well, I just, you know, I thought the hell with it. Curiosity killed the cat, yeah. satisfaction brought him back. Perfectly. I, that's kind of how I see it. And, and Doc is a practical guy because... He's a very practical because guy. He must have known. Because he never says anything to Marty the entire time he knows him. Right. I kind of like that. I really yeah. kind of like that because you know why. And this is this Back to the Future one Doc Brown. He got kind of like kookier and crazier as the series went on. He's kind of weird and out there. He's he's like a caricature by like the third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And so this one, you actually get a little bit of like acting from Christopher Lloyd, where not Christopher Lee. It makes sense. Not. <laughs> But you know what? But it also lends credence to the fact that even in this movie, he has moments. I'm sure Plutonium's on every corner street. He, president, you know, as an actor, he has those moments of kookiness. But this scene with the letter right. and knowing he never told Marty, that lends credence to the fact that he actually built the time machine. He does have that flash of uh, I don't want to say not senility because that's when you lose it, but where he's not crazy. You know, where I think yes. I think it, I think Doc Brown like is insane. I think he is insane, but he's also brilliant, and I think yeah. that's a great combination in this movie. You're absolutely right. We'll see how it transpires going forward. Um, instead, Marty Marty goes so home. It's great. He goes back home. Wakes up. Things are different. Everybody's super cool. His Everything is super working different. at an office. The sister's got a ton of boyfriends. Yes. Uh, parents are super cool. Yes. Dad's a writer. Biff's a loser. Biff. And it's all because. Violence solves, solves everything. Everything. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and then uh, and then you have the classic little bit at the end where Doc shows back up and he's like, "We got to go." And he it's said, "Oh, is the problem? Is is it us?" And he goes, "No, it's your kids." And off they disappear. To and the, by the to way, the last time you ever see that actress play, the that's girlfriend. right. They have a different woman come in uh, for the next two films. Yes. 
So, Paul, Why? that's it. Uh, you you want to go first? Or do you Why don't you go, go first? first? I, I'm going first the last couple All times. All right, is this film rad? I do not think either of us have to answer that question. Um, it, this was an immensely rad movie. It was critically acclaimed. It was financially successful. And this was... Uh, it spawned two sequels and endless debates on yep. time travel and film and sequels. all this stuff. Super crazy. This film is still rad. It's as rad as it ever was. Uh, this... This is up there. I, I'd say between this and like maybe like a, like Karate Kid was another one that I just like. It just goes Zabka so well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's Billy Zabka. Um, oh, oh, oh! Speaking of Billy Z's, uh, Billy Zane, one of uh, Biff's uh, cohorts. Yeah, yeah, I did I notice that. Yes, that. I did notice that. So the Bill Z connection makes yes. for very movies that that, uh, that uh, last. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I I I loved it. I think I appreciate it more now than I did as as a kid. And yeah, super rad. So clearly rad. We're done. For me, not only not only is it rad. Okay, it is rad. We've talked about it. It's absolutely rad. This I think has to be the first movie that we have watched where. As we watch the movies, we're taking notes, we're doing things. You know, I've always said it. I take more notes on movies that I like than, than those I don't because I'm more interested. Yeah. This is a movie where I just stopped taking notes and was just watching and enjoying the movie. Yeah. I stopped remembering. I literally, at one, I think it's right around when he was like going over like how the plan and some of the classroom scenes where I just stopped remember. I stopped and was like... Oh, that's right. I, I have the podcast on this. I should take a note or two. That's why I have weird notes like, uh, you know, everyone's from, from Alabama. Alabama. I don't know what the hell that's referencing. Oh, I just, oh their, their accents. Maybe? I, I just, I wrote it down because it's just like, oh, this this is important, so I should write it up. This is probably I love the, this movie. This I loved it. This is the only movie we've done I could have come in without watching it. Just about, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I know it so well now. I've yeah, this is definitely times. one. Never Ending Story, I think, is number two for me. As far as remembering, yeah. But for me, I, I I just stopped and I was just watching and enjoying this movie. That's how much I enjoyed this movie. Um, I, it's just an incredible movie. Uh, Willow, lay it on us, Willow. Come on, bring Good the pain, you. Willow. You got to enjoy it. Come on, what okay, did you Willow, like? Lay, okay, so first of all, let's have a definitive. Rad yeah, or not rad or not rad? rad. Not rad. Okay, why? Why was it not rad? Let's it hear was it. just so irritating and dumb. And confusing. I don't know how to read those circle clocks. This was even more confusing. I'm like, why? I don't know. It it just no. So, okay, <laughs> just, so Willow's just using no. Willow's using the caveman defense. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell time. I'm the just movie a sucks. caveman. Uh, when <laughs> I see I eclipse, I think the moon is eating the sun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like this right, is, right. You're an ad- you're an aborigine redefining your religion based on. I hate uh, the, the sci-fi. I just hate I, it. I, you know what? I will say Willow does not like anything sci-fi. I, I will give you that. Okay, Willow. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. However, it does start. It is starting to feel like you're just saying not rad or rad based on what Craig and I say. No, because we tried that test. That's we true. did. That's true. Did. No, okay. No. I, fair I, enough. I think it's just safer to go. Willow is going to say not rad most of the time, unless you find something weird to latch onto. Yeah, that's true. Like that ice cream cone. That was it. That, <laughs> yeah, that was legit. That's kind of the classic one. Is <laughs> that the best, of the best was rad? Wow. Ice cream no, okay. Good point. Yeah. So that's it. Um, let's wrap it this up. This one's a long one, so let's let's wrap it up Mr. real quick. Mr. Bibbs, you're the best. Mr. Bibbs, you're the best. Thank you so much. Yeah, the for patron among our patrons. Thank you so much for being a part of the, the podcast. 
you want to be a patron, go to thiswasrad.podbean.com. Download this and all episodes of, of the podcast. Become a patron. Click the button. Find us on Facebook, This Was Rad. Find us on uh, Twitter, at This Was Rad. And Instagram, please, This Was Rad. Please, 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 please give us iTunes reviews. Yes. Uh, I, that, that is actually so. the thing we would probably like the most at this point. And, and people actually have left some of them. Yes. So we, yep. we, we do some happened but the other day? We would just love so many more of them. So, um, so that's it. Uh, that's, this has been the podcast. Paul. What's our next movie, Paul? Okay, so we were trying to find movies that are in the 80s-ish that Willow might be interested in as well, and Willow brought up Edward Scissorhands. Now, this is 1991. I saw it at Target. What's that? It's 1990, and I saw it at Target. It is at Target, so we can hopefully get it for real cheap. And it is right on our list, uh, right on our cusp of 80 to 90. Boy, that 9090 to get TMNT is really starting to... (laughs) 1990. It's opening up some some doors. Uh, so we're gonna go with Edward Scissorhands, uh, Johnny Depp, and it's Winona gonna be Ryder. Uh, oh yeah, Winona Ryder, um, from Heather's. Which one is that? Heather. Um, no, not uh-huh. Heather. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, Winona Ryder is the main the, the main, main girl. The main girl from. Heather's. Oh, Veronica. Yeah, yeah. She plays the girl in this movie. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So yeah, that'll so be we'll that. Get to that. And that means we are done. I am Paul. I am Greg. I'm Willow. Bye bye.